Ha all, and welcome back to Panda Cup Stories Podcast, stories told in Mandarin Chinese and English. Today's story features a furious jade emperor, a compassionate princess, a beautiful crane, and lots and lots of lanterns. So keep listening for the legend of the Lantern Festival. But before launching into today's story, I wanted to say sorry for the long pause between episodes. Um, to be honest, I really kind of burned out and was struggling to make the stories and art I used to love creating. Um, I had to really go back to why I started Panda Cup Stories in the first place and remind myself it's because I really love stories and I also knew that listening to stories in Chinese helped me kind of retain my language skills and also kept me interested in Chinese culture even as I grew up in the U.S. So I hope very much that this is what Panda Cup Stories can also do for you. Alright, on to today's story. A Lantern Festival Legend, Yuan Xiaojie the Chuanshuo. A long, long time ago, the world, our Shijie, was a dangerous place. The mountains, Shenli, were full of ferocious beasts, like the terrible Nian with its sharp, gnashing teeth. Unlucky villagers who wandered too far into the mountains would be gobbled up alive. Finally, the people of the village had had enough. They fashioned bows and arrows out of bamboo and set out into the shen. It was time to hunt monsters. While the people in the village were making their bows and arrows, a snowy white crane was preening its feathers high up in the clouds. This was a beautiful bird, a magical bird. It had lived its entire life in the cloud gardens in the sky and was the favorite of the Yuhuangdadi, the Jade Emperor, the ruler of the heavens above. As day became night, the heavenly crane decided to leave the garden and to explore the skies beyond its home. The Taiyang, the sun, was beginning to set in the west and the sky was changing into oranges and pinks. As the crane flew, it stretched out its wings and admired how its white feathers glowed pink under the setting sun. As the crane flew on, the pink sky darkened. There was a flash of lightning and a rumble of thunder. Turan, heavy rain began to pour heavy drops beating against the crane. Caught by surprise, the crane began to fly downward towards the misty shen down there below. Perhaps it could find shelter in a mountain cave. And in the mountains below, the villagers had been caught in the rain as well and had taken shelter in a nearby cave. They glanced out towards the sky and were terrified to see a dark shape flying straight at them. Monster, somebody shrieked. Shoot it down, shouted another. And so the villagers lifted their bows and fired their arrows. 
arrows flew, and one of them struck the white crane in its wing. The crane tumbled from the sky and landed with a thud right in front of the villagers. Is the Yaokwai dead? someone asked. Don't think this is a monster, said another. It's hurt. Come, let's bring it back to the village. And so the villagers picked up the injured crane and hurried down the shen. As all this was happening, the Jade Emperor, Yu Di, was strolling through the cloud gardens behind his palace in the sky. As he walked, he frowned. Something was missing. Where is the white crane? the Jade Emperor asked Yu Di Wenthal. Why hasn't it come? The Jade Emperor called for his two captains, Qian Lian and Shunfeng Er, to find the white crane. So with ears that can hear as far as the wind blows, Shunfeng Er pricked up his art and heard a voice from the misty mountains below. And then, with sharp eyes that could see for a thousand miles, Qian Lian looked down to the earth and saw a group of villagers carrying bows and arrows, and a single white crane. Thus, Qian Lian and Shunfeng Er reported back to the Jade Emperor. Human villagers in the land below called your crane a yaoguai and shot it dead. The Jade Emperor was furious. Believing that his favorite crane had been killed, he commanded. On the 15th day of the new lunar year, his armies would rain fire down on the village below. Burn them, thundered the Jade Emperor, until not a single house, not a single person, and not a single blade of grass shall remain. Startled by her father's fury, the Jade Princess slipped silently from the Jade Palace. She rode a silver moonbeam down to the village below. At first, the villagers were awed by the beautiful maiden who appeared before them, with starlight twinkling in her hair. But when the Jade Princess spoke, their eyes widened in fear. The princess said, My father, Yu Di, is angry that you have killed his favorite crane. On heavenly fire will rain down on this village until not a single blade of grass remains. Oh no, the villagers gasped. What shall we do? they cried. But, but, came a child's voice. But the crane is not dead. The jade princess looked down and saw a young Yihar. In one hand, she held a bucket of water. In the other, she carried a small glowing lantern. I've just gone to get some shui for the crane, said the girl to the princess. It's resting now. The jade princess gazed at the girl and gave a slight smile. Then she turned back to the villagers and said, Even if you did not kill the crane, Harming a heavenly creature is still a serious crime. Still, I can see you carry no evil in your hearts, so I offer you these words before I go. The way to save you all 
lies in the hands of a child. And with that, the Jade Princess vanished. 一个孩子 a child. What does it mean? The villagers cried. Just then, an old woman noticed the little girl, the Xiangyuhai, still carrying her water bucket and a little paper lantern. I know what to do, the old woman said. Listen closely, everyone. The next day, the villagers made hundreds and hundreds of red lanterns. They hung the lanterns from every roof and on every street. And on the fourteenth night of the new lunar year, the villagers lit their lanterns. Then they set off all the firecrackers, and the village was ablaze with light and sound. For three days and three nights, Santian Sanye, the villagers kept the lanterns burning bright. And in the evenings, the sound of firecrackers and bright lights of fireworks filled the skies. And as for the sky armies that the Jade Emperor sent, by the time they flew to the village, all they saw was a blaze of red, and all they heard was the sound of loud explosions. And so, they flew back to the Jade Palace and reported to the Jade Emperor. The village is ablaze and burning bright. By morning, not a single blade of grass shall remain. Excellent," replied the Jade Emperor, nodding his approval. Dawn came and went. The sun was rising into a clear blue sky, and in the village, not one house was damaged and not one villager was hurt. The white crane was healed, for magical creatures heal quite quickly, and the villagers waved goodbye as it flew away into the bright blue sky. And from that day on, on the fifteenth day of each lunar year, which is the Chinese Lantern Festival, Yunxiaojie, we would light bright lanterns and celebrate the night the village was saved. All right, y'all. That was our story for today. For our next story, I'm working on a Chinese version of The Little Mermaid. So, if you want to hear a story of intrigue, love, and a little bit or a lot of magic, subscribe to Panda Cub Stories, and we'll see you in the next episode. All right, 再见 This episode was written and produced by Linda Yi. Chinese translations were provided by Lola Zoe, a fellow in film and children's literature from the University of Cambridge. Multiliteracy advice was provided by Kevin M. Wong. <laughs>